Mystery Monday with Vic Naidu on East Coast Radio. This Mystery Monday story with Vic Naidu may not be suitable for sensitive listeners or children. It may contain scenes of a somewhat graphic nature. Hey, it's Vic Naidu, and here's another episode of Mystery Monday. We're about to go on a little mysterious true crime journey. Today, we are in Los Angeles, all the way back to 1947. A mother taking a child for a walk in an LA neighborhood stumbled upon a gruesome sight. The body of a young naked woman sliced in half at the waist. The body was just about two meters away from the sidewalk and positioned in such a way that the mother reportedly thought it was a mannequin at first glance. Despite extensive mutilation and cuts on the body, there wasn't a drop of blood at the scene, indicating that the young woman had been killed somewhere else. The ensuing investigation was led by the LA Police Department. The FBI was asked to help and then quickly identified the body in under an hour. After getting blurred fingerprints via sound photo, sound photo was a forerunner to the machine used by news services. The young woman turned out to be a 22-year-old Hollywood hopeful named Elizabeth Short, later dubbed the Black Dahlia for her rumored penchant for sheer black clothes and for the Blue Dahlia movie out at the time. Elizabeth Short, 22-year-old female from Medford, Massachusetts. Beautiful girl, came out to Hollywood, California to fall in love and live happily ever after. Short's prints actually appeared twice in the FBI's collection of more than 100 million at the time. First, because she had applied for a job as a military clerk in California in January 1943. And second, because she had previously been arrested for underage drinking seven months later. The Bureau also had a mugshot in its files and provided it to the press. So, the FBI already had her on file. This meant nothing other than the fact that her body was quickly identified. It didn't bring detectives any closer to solving the crime. But what happened to Elizabeth Short, aka the Black Dahlia? Why was she on the pavement? Why was there no blood? And why was she positioned in such a way that she looked like a mannequin? The crime quickly became a tabloid sensation, partly because of the gruesome way Short's body had been mutilated, and partly due to Short's personal story. She had moved to LA in pursuit of a career in Hollywood. After her death, she became a sad cliché, the ultimate warning tale. A starry-eyed young girl comes to Hollywood and things go very bad for her. Immediately following Short's identification, reporters from the Los Angeles Examiner contacted her mother Phoebe Short in Boston. They lied to her and told her Elizabeth had won a beauty contest. Only after prying as much personal information as they could from Phoebe did the reporters reveal that her daughter had in fact been murdered. It became an ugly struggle for the scoop between the media outlets and even the police. The newspaper offered to pay Phoebe's airfare and accommodation if she would travel to Los Angeles to help with the police investigation. But that was just a ploy to get to the story because the newspaper kept her away from the police to protect their valuable scoop. Even the nickname, the Black Dahlia, is straight out of the movies. The Blue Dahlia was a nightclub in a 1946 crime film. Newspapers adapted that title to fit the Elizabeth Short case. And the Black Dahlia legend was born. The story developed a life of its own, with the media completely sensationalizing the case. Newspapers described Short as an adventurous who prowled Hollywood Boulevard. One newspaper even described the murder as a sex fiend slaying. On the 21st of January 1947, a person claiming to be the killer phoned the offices of James Richardson, the editor of the Los Angeles Examiner. He congratulated Richardson on the newspaper's coverage of the case and said he planned on eventually turning himself in. He said he wanted police to chase him a little more first. 
He also told the Los Angeles Examiner to expect a few souvenirs of Elizabeth Short in the mail. Then a few days later, a suspicious envelope was discovered by a U.S. Postal Service worker. The envelope had been addressed to the Los Angeles Examiner and the Los Angeles Papers, with individual words that had been cut and pasted from newspaper clippings. A large message pasted on the face of the envelope read, Here is Dahlia's belongings, a letter to follow. The envelope contained Schultz's birth certificate, business cards, photographs, names written on pieces of paper, and an address book with the name Mark Hansen on the cover. The packet had also been carefully cleaned with gasoline, similarly to Short's body, which led police to suspect the packet had been sent directly by her killer. FBI were unable to lift any prints from the package. This was a professional who knew what he was doing and he wanted a chase. One month after Short's murder, another woman's body was discovered in Los Angeles and the circumstances mimicked the Black Dahlia's case. It all began with a stranger stumbling upon the naked body of a dead woman in the grass. Jean French had dark hair like Short's and her face was also badly beaten. But this time there was an unusual message scrawled on her stomach in bright red lipstick. The message was aimed at the Black Dahlia, but it's not suitable for radio. People were quick to link this to the Black Dahlia, but the police were very wary of officially connecting the two. This murder was also never solved. The most notorious suspect for the Black Dahlia murder was George Hodel, a doctor who ran a venereal disease clinic in Los Angeles in the 1940s. Hodel was on a list of six primary suspects in the Black Dahlia case, and the LAPD even bugged his home during the investigation. But Hodel, who died in 1999, gained more recent notoriety when his son, Steve Hodel, accused him of killing Short in the 2003 best-selling book, Black Dahlia Avenger, The True Story. Steve claims his father's handwriting matches strange letters the police received, supposedly from the killer. He also uncovered photos of a woman who resembles Short in his father's personal photo album and believes Hodel's medical background would explain the precise clinical cuts on the body. But some have discounted Steve's claims since he has also started linking his father to other infamous unsolved murders, including the Zodiac killings. He starts investigating his father's life. Dad was a man of mystery. Obviously, this is somebody Dad knew intimately. There's what we know. This is my home. This was the palace. My father was the king. There's what we sense. My mother said, you don't understand. Your father's got a lust for blood. You don't know anything about your father. And there's how we revise our own memory. I'd have never dreamt that Dad could be an actual suspect of this crime. This is Steve O'Dell's journey through his most forbidding memories. For me, this is a search for the truth. Searching for the truth of my father and searching for the truth of who killed Elizabeth Short. There are still many theories flying around, but in 2021, the case of the Black Dahlia still remains unsolved. However, it does also remain one of the most notoriously well-known murders ever. Was it precision of work done by the killer that kept the story alive over 70 years later? Or was it the story of a young girl chasing a dream in Hollywood that piqued everyone's interest? Join us next Monday for another edition of Mystery Monday, where I might once again leave you hanging. Vic Naidu, weekdays 1 to 4 p.m. East Coast Radio.